Hello, everybody, and welcome to right. Athletic Definition. Today, my guest is Trayvon Edwards. Trayvon, welcome to the show. Uh, for being here. Thank you, thank you, man. I'm so happy to be here. I'm glad we got the, everything figured out. Uh, but yes, man, excited to be here. Always, it's yeah, another uh, amazing day to be alive. Thank you for your patience on the technical issues we were having. Uh, but this is a whole new platform. It's a I think I mentioned to you, it's co-founded by Mark Cuban. So it's like the future of podcasting. Very excited to be part of it. And uh, as of now, I'm like the only fitness person on here. So it's up to me to bring on the variety of different guests. And uh, you're, I think, my first pro bodybuilder. I've had, a, you know, jujitsu, endurance runners, uh, kettlebell experts. But uh, as I was reading your bio, it's even more interesting. I didn't know you had that whole medical background. Yeah, you told me it was uh, because of your family. So... I always like to start from the beginning. Uh, were you athletic as a kid or do you play in sports or? Yes, I was actually. Yes. Um, definitely have a background in sports. Um, however, you know, as I was younger, I was always, um, academia was highly encouraged. So, um, I was fortunate to go to private schools and things of that nature. Um, however, my parents always, you know, told me, you know, um, education first. And education is the way. So that's what I followed. And then here I am, you know, 20 years later, having a resurrection of fitness career. <laughs> yes. And, and uh, I was reading that you went to, you know, you wanted to be a doctor, basically, because you were working. Yeah, I did. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, yes, yeah, so I did. Um, I finished the whole, actually, the whole pre-med curriculum. And I was preparing for my MCATs to apply for med school when there is a sudden shift in consciousness. Uh -huh. And, you know, with the pictures that uh, you shared, I, I put them up on the Instagram, which I'll be putting on the link, the little fortune cookie, so people can see. One of the pictures, you just look like an average Joe. And, and then on the next picture next to it, you just are like super ripped, super defined. How, how did that happen? And, you know, like, like, I know you said you were active as a kid. So when did you really start taking it serious? Yeah, so, I mean, as I got older in college, you know, you kind of still become like, you know, you still like the weekend warrior. You play football on the weekend with your friends or play basketball, pick up basketball. So, you know, I stayed in decent shape um, and I started to work, you know, on corporate America. I um, got a job at one of the top hospitals in the world and I started um, working my, my shifts, which were 12-hour shifts. I was working seven to seven every day, um, an average of four days a week. And so I started to notice as I started this new lifestyle, working long hours, working in the hospital, there was also um, a decrease in the quality of my health because um, you're working so much and you're getting what's only available for you. So there was a lot of um, a lot of coffee, a lot of pastries, and a lot of um, low quality food. And what I started to notice was I seen an old picture of myself and I sent a new picture of myself. I was getting my passport made and I noticed like how the, the weight gain in my face because I was able to see an older picture and I seen the contrast and I said, then I started really looking, looking at my body. I said, what was going on here? It was subtle. huh?" And I looked up and I put on about 15 pounds. And from my height, weight, and I just like, no, I've never looked like this my whole life. 
and I was like, I'm still young. <laughs> and I was like, I see where this is going. So this is how it happens. And I said, no more. And um, I started doing something about it. And I realized I was highly dependent on con and I was looked on sugar. So it was like, you know, um, large coffees and blueberry scones every morning. <laughs> yeah, I'm guilty of the coffee myself. Uh, I I drink it black now to avoid the sugar, but uh, I'm yes. guilty. I, I lived that cubicle life for a long time and it's coffee and pastries and, and candy for the sugar rush so you can uh, stay awake is basically what the managers give you. And uh, yes. definitely hold on your on your mental health and your physical health. Yes, one second. Yes, and it's very good. One moment. Yes. 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 No problem. You're breaking up a little bit. And uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, I could tell there's some sort of little delay there, but uh, yeah, Trayvon is a, a bodybuilder and uh, I met him a couple weeks ago. And uh, once we get a, a better connection again, uh, I, I believe he mentioned to me he's vegan. So he, he's got quite the size uh, for being a, a vegan bodybuilder. Uh, and then if uh, I went went ahead and put on the fortune cookie, it's athletic definition on Instagram, and you can see some of the pictures of some of the past competitions he's won, and and how defined, and even the before and after picture, which is pretty amazing because uh, one of the key things is is what we eat is our fuel, and I see we lost the video connection, so I'm gonna turn off the interview mode and invite you back on. And then that, I sent you the interview mode back on. Let's see here. Yes, I just resent it to you. All right. And so uh, while the technical issues are being resolved, um, you know, there we go. And you're still muted. So once you unmute, we're good to go. There we go. I can yes. So, um, yeah, thank you for being patient with me. Um, yeah, it's very interesting what's going on with uh, the signal. So, um, yes, and so I started taking action on my life. Um, immediately then, I realized I was starting to, I was young. I was only 25, I believe, at the time. And um, I noticed I was starting to put on a lot of unwanted weight. I noticed I was getting into a lifestyle that was unhealthy, which was a lot of sugar, a lot of caffeine and pastries, which is very good stuff. It could be very um, sneaky, um, addictive. And I started to learn the, the impact of having a lot of sugar and flour in your diet. And there was a lot of inflammation in my face that was noticeable once I looked back and seen old pictures. But this this new way has started to become normal to me. So I, it was very subtle. I didn't notice until I seen an old picture of myself. And um, I was like, not here, not now. <laughs> and so... um. I decided to make a difference um, and take a new action. And so um, in that, um, yeah, it was uh, the catalyst, the moment that completely um, turned my life around. Um, and during that time, shortly after, um, it was actually around that time, actually, um, my father had passed 
due to cancer of the pancreas. And there came this moment where I just, you know, woke up and really got interested in health. And I was like, okay, this one thing got my attention, but what's really going on with this whole thing? Because, um, you know, my dad had made a great lifestyle, you know, made a great living, all the above. And same things I've seen in the hospital, but no amount of money can can save you from that. You know what I'm saying? So I realized that health was wealth. And um, I started to see life completely different. And so, yeah. So while then I was working in the hospital. And so at the hospital, I was noticing that um, it was a reactionary. It was a reaction. Like, we only can help you after something happens. Very, very, um, it was very few times were actually preventative. So um, then I said, you know what? I want to be on the, I want to be on a preventative side. I want to be on the early intervention side. So I want to educate and help people so they don't have to go through this. And um, in that moment, um, yeah, my whole life um, turned around and who I was being on the planet shifted majorly. Hey, I'm sorry to hear about your father. Uh, I've had family members who've had pancreatic cancer and I know it's, wow, that, that's a tough one uh, to hear about that. And, and I'm glad you made the changes I think right now, there's a lot of people that are at that stage. Uh, they say that the average person during COVID has gained 29 pounds. And so they're at that stage where they want to do something or they don't. Well, and I'm sure it wasn't easy. So I know besides making the decision, what would you do to, you know, we all have those days where like, oh, this lifestyle change is so difficult. Like people are going through right now. Well, what what got you through it? And then to get such great results like you, you have now? Well, I immediately saw once I started to shift, I started to look and feel better. It was very distinct. And people, my friends noticed it. My family noticed it. Um, one main compliment was at that time was, wow, you look younger. I have more energy. I have more confidence. Um, when I would travel, you know, at the time with my, um, you know, my mate, you know, I felt so much more comfortable taking my shirt off. <laughs> and um, I was like, oh, okay. So I noticed when, when doing that, I was already, um, it was a, I was a minority, like in that space. You get what I'm saying? Like, this wasn't the popular thing to do. And so I noticed it had me, um, also made me also an attraction in a way because this guy's looking unique. You know, he, he's doing something different. And so I, I, my mind clearly connected the dots really fast that if you want this, you must maintain this. You want to keep this, you must maintain this. It gets to be a lifestyle. And so before then, I used to work out, you know, the, the typical way. January 1st, I'm going to get it all together again. And I'm going to, you know, do my thing and finally get where I'm saying I'm going to get. And then... After summer, summer comes, good times, fun, nachos, all that good stuff. I will gain the weight. And then winter comes and it's pumpkin season. So pumpkin spice, everything, gain the weight back. And this one year, I just said, what if I just keep going? And that question transformed my life. I said, what if I just keep going? And having fitness be not only a seasonal thing, but uh, year long, 
what if um so right now i'm doing this to look only good for a few months of the year why not look good the whole year get it so it shifted for me because it just made sense and then uh i took it on and um who i became who i became as a human being shifted people's experience of me shifted and I seen in that I became um, a leader in the fitness space because that wasn't the normal practice. And then when did you get into like serious bodybuilding and competition? Uh, how long after you started working out and seeing the results? Because man, that before and after picture is amazing. You, you, there's like no oh, abs yeah. and then you have abs, like <laughs> insane abs. Yeah, um, and that's the other thing. Um, You know, I, I also had this thing where I realized that, um, like you're saying, um, I started having these revelations. It's interesting what happens when you just feel better, your mind operates better. When you're healthy, you just have more energy. You start to now think new thoughts that you didn't think before. Like, what if? And hum, you start connecting dots. And I start saying, like, hey, you know what? You can have this or you can have that, huh? When you don't work out, it seems like that's the way life goes. Things get more complicated in that area of your life. Or if you do work out, you kind of, those things get kind of staved off into the future. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, well, you can work out and stay healthy now. And then you have, um, you can not work out and start having problems in your 40s, 50s. Or you can stay healthy and then not have to deal with things similar to that, maybe into your 70s or 80s. You know what I'm saying? And your quality of life shifts. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, okay. Um, you know, Trayvon, you can have results you know, or excuses, but you can't have both. So when um, I started to be more consistent, I started to see who I was as a human being, started to become more integrous. Uh, I had more fortitude. I started to become built more determination during um when it wasn't normal i see a lot of my friends started to get discouraged they fall off they get involved in different lifestyles and i noticed for me i was like i noticed i was up to something and there was this honor system and when i wanted you know i did my fun of going out and hanging out but then when i started doing this it was like no you're going to sabotage your results no you got to get up in the morning to go work out so you can't be out partying all night and getting trashed you get it so, and then I knew people were watching me too. So I knew there was also a responsibility for me to maintain this excellence because I was inspiring others. And so, um, and being a leader of my family, I transformed my family's health, you know? So, um, so um, yeah, moving on to your next question, I was saying, um, so when I started to work out, I said, man, what if I just keep going? What if I just keep going? What if I just keep going? Then I started to see myself and the way I appeared looked, um, I seen there was a possibility there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what? I think I can do that. Huh? Or I know I'm starting to get better and better. And I was like, what if I just keep going? And then I started to have people come to me and say, hey, do you compete? And I was like, no, those guys on a the level, they're like, no, you're looking like them now. And I was like, really? And it was like, yeah. And so um, I was like, all right, well, I'm going to keep doing my thing and then kind of see what happens. I kind of always wanted to be a professional athlete. 
you know, maybe this is my shot. So, um, so something powerful happened. So I've been wanting to do it for maybe two or three years, but I realized there was also a limiting belief. My limiting belief was like, you know, can I do this in my mid to late thirties? Is this still possible? Then I was like, well, I've played a pretty safe life, but this means I'm not to go on stage in front of the public. And what if everyone see me fall or fail or not get first place? Because I've always kind of um, show people what I want them to see. So according to social media, I have a perfect life, mm -hmm. but this is going to expose me. Huh? And so. Um, um, so, yeah, so I, I took this actually this program and um, I realized that um would have my feet nailed to the floor, you know, you know, looking good, avoiding looking bad, playing it safe, all these things. The story I had in my head about is this possible at my age? And so once I got freed up in that, I literally went home that night and registered into my first show. And um, it was a little bit more than a month out. And um, I won first place in every category. Wow. And um, I qualified for the U.S. Nationals. And um, it blew my mind. Um, I knew it was possible, but it blew my mind. And then the judges were like, hey, where did you come from? Like, just this big guy just rolled in here at, like, you know, 37. And, you know, um, your first show. And this is what happens. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, I just finally decided to show up on this level. And um, it's been it's been history ever since then. Well, how many uh, competitions have you entered in and won uh, now total? And, and are you still competing as well? Yeah, I took time off during the COVID. So I have a total of, um, I've won six, six championships, first place. Um, in 2019, um, uh, I took 2018 off. I went all plant-based. I switched my lifestyle, switched my diet in that area. Um, it was something I felt internal calling for me to do. And it happened to be the best decision I ever made um, when, it's all, when it involves that health dynamic. Um, I came back. I won um, at one event. I won two first place and two overall champions. And then I went to the U.S. Nationals, where you compete against the best in the nation. And I won first place there and the overall. And with that winning, I became, I won my pro card, which is to, for me to become an IIBB pro athlete. And out of that show, also inspired, um, I immediately rolled into my first pro show um, a month later. And I actually won my first pro show um, in August. And... After that, I took a break because I competed all year. And then 2020, you know, the nation thing happened with the pandemic. And so um, now I'm back. It's been, I stayed in, you know, just focused on staying in shape, working on areas that need improvement. And now I'm actually preparing to do a show. We're looking at maybe possibly the end of the year or um, January, February 2022. And that's uh, one thing that was impressive to me that finding out that you're, you're plant-based and, and you have that size, you know, a lot of the, I know a few people do the plant-based diet, but uh, I would say some of them don't look like they're 
uh, eating the nutrition that they need, something where the body looks lacking. I know one girl that does yoga and boxing, but she's on point. She she looks good. She looks healthy. And then when I met you, you're like, I'm plant-based and a bodybuilder. I was like, whoa, that's impressive. Uh, so you actually yeah. you won being plant-based as well. Yes. And so when I yes, and so when I took that year off from competing, my number one intention was to make sure that I do this properly, huh? Um, so I studied nutrition and went even deeper. I understand like what creates volume in the body, I understand the micronutrients, I understand the macronutrients, and then I went and applied that um, in a plant base. And so I just seen that most people who were losing size, um, most of them didn't get a proper understanding um, on they just stop eating meat and kind of start eating kind of like a rabbit. <laughs> and um, I went, took time to study um, and understand what gives muscles volumes, volume, how does muscles, how is muscle built? And um, yeah, I applied it. And, you know, one thing I can say, yes, yeah, you may need to eat a little bit more as far as quantity wise. Um, however, that's one of the main only requirements. Um, I found out, I mean, you know, some stuff is still a little bit controversial, but I encourage everyone to go watch the movie Game Changers. Um, which is really huge. Arnold Schwarzenegger, a lot of other professional bodybuilders, and they talk about how um, a lot of them have switched to plant base and they've seen actually better results. Um, and it's just been an evolution of information and knowledge. Um, I kind of always felt that wasn't the way because most people who I've seen were bodybuilders weren't actually the most healthy beings, um, being they had, you know, big stomachs and guts which is consistent with a lot of stagnant matter and energy, a lot of nitrogen in the blood, um, a lot of toxicity. And so um, when I started to learn those things and make these little shifts, um, yeah, everything went to another level. It's been easier actually to maintain my level of health and fitness through going plant-based. And um, I found out most of the things we, we, we were taught about food most of it was urban legend. It wasn't. Um, it was. It was based on recycled information and hearsay. It wasn't ba based in, um, you know, a true fact and um, and true understanding of the body. Because you look at the food pyramid right now, according to USDA, we should have you know cheese, eggs, bread, orange juice, and bread in the morning. <laughs> Sugar. And none of those things are consistent. Yeah, and sugar. None of those things are consistent with optimal performance. You get what I'm saying? If you understand optimal performance, you need energy. Um, you need minerals. You need, um, um, you know, your muscles need these essential things like these vitamins, this chlorophyll, things like that. Um, Plant-based energy that's more that's more easily metabolized by the body. Um, according to the food pyramid, we had that, you know, they said we should have all this bread, which is consistent with inflammation, you know, some gluten responses, and then all this meat and juice. So it's like spiking your blood sugar up, and then your blood sugar is crashing, and then your insulin levels go up. And you can wonder why people have a lot of stress and moody and anxiety. Yeah, those that, that design is um, 
driving our bodies haywire. If you look at that design and look at what we have now, if society's kind of followed that, you know, on a modest scale, on a modest scale, 60% of our nation is obese, 60%. And if you go into some towns of Mississippi, um, Louisiana, and Alabama, you're talking about 70, 75, 80, some parts of South Carolina, some parts of Florida. So um, it lets you know, like, okay, maybe this needs to be reevaluated. But see, a lot of us learned when we thought that was the way and um, it wasn't the most optimal way. And so it definitely, I feel, needs to be reevaluated. And I know from the beginning, you you wanted to be proactive and, and help people avoid having to go to the hospital. Um, but at what point did you actually want to start coaching immediately while you were competing or did you start coaching later on? No, um, I started actually coaching while I was working at the hospital. So um, wow. I started myself. I, I haven't, I don't instruct or coach or anything I haven't done. That's kind of my motto, right? And so um, I first shift my eating and I got an incredible result. And the person, my friend, encouraged me to share it on social media. And this is like when before and after pictures wasn't popular. It wasn't the thing to do like in 2011, something of that nature. And I did it. And what happened was I woke up the next morning. I had like five people in my inbox just like, oh, my God, I'm inspired. How did you do that? You look like a magazine cover. Can you help me? I just want to lose weight for my wedding. Other friends just like, man, I gained weight since high school and I can't shake it. And so what I did was like, all right, um, I'll just show you what I did. Like, here's my eating regimen and here's how I worked out. Then the next morning I had like 10 more messages. Then the next day I had like seven more. And then I was like, wait, hold on, what's happening right now? But what I realized in my sharing, people were genuinely inspired and people wanted help, but they didn't know where to go. And this is before everyone became like a self-proclaimed, you know, health guru and all this stuff. And so out of that first month, I ended up having 27 clients. And what happened out of that is I would help them on my days off. So I worked like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday mornings, I think it was, something like that. And so um, I would say, hey, Tuesday and Thursday, I'm off. You want to meet me here? You want to meet me at Starbucks? You want to meet me at Coffee Bean? And we'll go over the whole layout and I'll talk to my nutrition. And my most important thing was people messaging me every week, like, Trayvon, I can't believe it. Oh, my God, I lost three pounds this week. Oh, my God, I lost four pounds this week. And then people messaging me like, y'all lost 10 pounds, you know, this last two or three weeks. Hey, I lost 15 pounds this month. I've been trying to lose 15 pounds for the last five years. And so I was like, wow, something's happening. People are confident. They're happy. How you doing? This felt extremely fulfilling. And then it was like this light was like, I feel this is something that I feel called to do. Like, I feel this feels good to me. Now, the thing is, though, this is entrepreneurship now being birthed. And while in the meantime, I still have a corporate job. 
So I was like, oh, man, well, on my corporate job, I get I have a guaranteed paycheck every other Wednesday. This there's some uncertainty. I have people there. But what about the month after that? So I was in this. This tug of war with my heart, you know, my mindset, my limitations for like a, almost a year. And um, working with the people, they was like, hey, you know, it would be really cool if you can like create like a group workout once a week just to kind of show us what to do and bond and motivate us. And I did. And my first workout, I believe I have like one or two people there. Um, my next one had like seven to 10. Um, then it went to like 15, 25 before I knew it. I have 50 people in my boot camp, and it became electric. It became powerful. It became a movement. And I was like, oh, wow, this is happening right now. huh?" And, um, I was like, now I just got to make the leap. And, um, so, um, just to complete that. Um, like a year later, um, I went full time with, um, health coaching and, um, it was my new life. I felt called to it and I was like, I'm going to figure it out. (laughs) So, um, now I've been doing this full time now. It's been, um, eight years going on nine. Mm -hmm. And then. And this, I, I would never go back. I know you do meal prepping too. When did you add that to your, your like, service? Because that's probably the most difficult thing. They say, what is it, eighty yeah, percent diet? I mean, yeah, um, great question. Yes. So when I seen that, the biggest challenge is I seen this whole deal is over eighty percent nutrition. This whole thing about looking good, feeling good, health results, eighty percent nutrition. However, that's where everyone has the biggest challenge at because we're busy. There's no structure. We don't know what to eat. We don't know how often to eat. And most of us eat for emotions and escapism. And we eat for what tastes good versus what's good for us. And so I realized for most people, we can get this one thing completed. You know, 80% of the mission is done. And so um, I did. So I was like, how can I support you? And creating the conditions to win. And that's very key because most people don't understand that dynamic. We weren't taught to understand that. And so I helped put this in place so that everyone can get the best results possible. Yes, uh, it, it's not easy for people. And, uh, you know, you and me met in NLP practitioners training, which is yeah. a way to communicate with people better. Uh, have you been uh, practicing since? since we uh, finished our classes? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm refining some of the newfound skill sets I got with the training. Um, I had already been applying what I've learned um, before, um, you know, to help. Um, I think um, my clients have always spoken to me in that dynamic that my language and the way I say things would help them get it in a new way. Well, before they feel confronted or something like that. And I was always interested in how can I say this better? Because I knew there was something going on with the human consciousness where it's almost um, innate to rebel and resist, even though it could be something really good for someone. 
because resist it. <laughs> um, you know, resist being told what to do. So how can I set in a way where they feel empowered <laughs> or they see it as an opportunity versus an obligation, <laughs> you know, and understand that they can see a workout as, oh, man, I have to get up and interrupt my sleep and get up in the morning, go work out. Oh, my goodness, I got to get out of bed. <laughs> or they can be like, oh, man, I have an opportunity to go get in the best shape of my life tomorrow. Or I have the opportunity to create my dream body. Or I'm creating the possibility, you know, and looking and feeling my best. That's a shift. And that's part of, that's that's an, an, uh, a technique of NLP. Because context is decisive. And so, but we don't always know that. You know, we, um, there's a, something called an occurring world. Things may occur a certain way. But we don't realize that, um, we can have a shift in how we see that. And so um, it's powerful. And I'm even more excited to master um, these tools that we learn in our training to give more value and support people having breakthrough because I'm really committed to their breakthrough. And so part of my mission statement is I'm here to support you and empower you to become the best version of yourself through fitness, nutrition, and mindset. And so... If I can acquire more tools that can help you get what you want, then that's for me, that's that's success. That's succeeding. And so um, I want to um, provide as much value in that area as possible, because I, I know at the end of the day, we all just want to be happy. We all want to accomplish our goals and the challenge is discovering, you know, what must I do to make that happen? Who must I become to make that happen? So if I can support someone with that, that's a victory for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm really pleased with the, with the training I got. And it made me kind of deep dive more into uh, like anchoring. And I've been looking for all the footage I can find with uh, sports people, professional athletes who've done those techniques. And I started looking into another technique that's supposed to get you into flow state and slow things down. So I'm like, oh, I can't wait to, to use them. And then also to just... You know, I help people work out and to them, it's sometimes just a, a big block, like to weigh yourself or to uh, start working out. It's some sort of mental block that I need to help them overcome just to get them going, you know. Yes. And uh, if people wanted to train with you or Huge. Uh, do you do online. Big time. Um, I'm actually going to say something about that, too. Um, oh, yeah, go for it. Uh, yes. Um, you know, my first, um, I'm actually having my second site rebuilt, but uh, my name is, um, you know, Trayvon Edwards and, you know, at gmail.com. You can find me on all social media sites with the same first and last name, Trayvon Edwards on Instagram. That kind of sparked something in memory. So I applied the techniques of anchoring and NLP and visualization during my whole journey of bodybuilding um, in competition. And I would anchor these states um, over and over and over and over until I embodied it. Can you hear me? Yeah, does that make sense? Oh, yes, I could. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling up some information, but I'm, I'm hearing you. So you had prior. Yeah, so I learned and I learned to slow these things down. I learned to slow everything down. And I would slow things down. Um, and even to the point where I would visualize myself on stage 
with the bright lights and feel the heat of the lights and the color shorts and smiling and, you know, looking out to the crowd and feeling myself beaming. And then hearing, hearing the announcer say, and the winner is Trayvon Edwards. And I would do this over and over and over and over and over and over. And to my embodiment was I am a champion. And so then at that point, it was only just a matter of an arrival date for me to receive what I already embody myself as and be recognized as what I embody myself as a champion. So you had prior knowledge to NLP before you took the, the course? Um, I didn't know this was considered. Oh, there's an, I was yeah, aware of these techniques, the techniques. Yeah. And I had heard yeah, it from different practices about embodiment and anchoring and things like that. And I had went to an event with Honey Robin to um, UPW, Unleash the Power Within. And I was giving little crumbs and tidbits to kind of keep feeling my interest in learning more about this process of, um, of anchoring and embodiment. Got it. Okay. Yeah, it, to me... And I'm, I'm a person... Who, uh, sorry, yeah. One more thing I want to share is that with my fitness journey and with this, I'm always a person who will, will, will fully try it all the way out to see if it truly works. Like, I'm not going to just try it one time and quit. No, I'm going to do it for 30 days and see what happens. And then when I did, I was like, oh, there's something here. There's something here. And so um, then my life became an example of that. Mm. Yeah, some of the things I've... I think we already knew they just gave it a label, like a definition, so we could be like, oh, it's a technique to do. Uh, but it, it's very interesting. And if anyone, yeah. if anyone is interested, I, I went ahead and put their website, and then I got a, a discount code for uh, the practitioners, which is probably the cheapest you'll find anywhere, because they range about 5000 6000 and this one's only $200, and you get a discount code, which is RJNLP. And... Uh, Besides your Gmail, you said that they can find you anywhere as well with uh, Trayvon Edwards on yeah, and also, Instagram, Facebook. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, my first and last name on Facebook, my first and last name at Instagram, which is Trayvon Edwards at Instagram, Trayvon Edwards at um, Facebook. And, um, yeah, I'm always there. And um, maybe when I come back to this thread, I'll update my website. Hmm? Do you do in person and online, or just in person? Yes, or? yeah. Majority are on, on in person, and I do online as well. Okay, so you know, there's people listening in from everywhere. Uh, where are you located? Um, located in, in Los um, Los Angeles, California, more on the west side, like Brentwood. Um, okay, Brentwood, California, and um, yeah. So, and I create for everyone I'm working with. I create customized eating programs customized fitness regimen um, to meet their exact goal. And um, I've helped many people convert to going plant-based, something that's interested in, um, with a smooth, seamless process, which I embodied um, because I've been, um, I was heavily eating these things before I shifted as well. So uh, a smooth program on how to wean off 
and then move smoothly into plant-based if someone was interested in that. Oh, yeah. Yes, that's great. I know a lot of people are interested in like eating cleaner and really being self-aware of what we're putting into our body. As you mentioned, uh, once you start getting in shape, it just helps you think more clearly. You're less sluggish. And uh, overall, there's just so many great benefits. Yes. Um, well, it's not talked about a lot. Um, and that's for many reasons. But yeah, food impacts every area of your life. You know, it affects your mood your energy, your mental cognition, uh, you know, the way you think um, influences your behavior and um, um, have an impact on, you know, your quality of sleep, you know, so it all matters. It all matters. And most of us don't know that or we just eat what's available. And that's usually something fast and quick and easy. But those things also could be complicating our life. So, um, when you're young, you don't, and you don't feel the impact of that. But when you get older and you start to make these shifts, you say, Oh my God, why didn't I do this sooner? <laughs> now, uh, if anyone hasn't checked out, uh, Trayvon's Instagram or Facebook, definitely check it out. So you can see the physique and just the difference between on the Instagram, there's a before and after picture and you can really see what the difference with food does. Uh, I know I struggle with it. And uh, how often do you have a cheat meal? I call it a treat meal first. Okay. <laughs> I like that. I'm gonna and um, I have a, word yeah, because yeah, it does something psychologically when you say it like that. And um, that's going to be maybe once or twice a week. Once or twice a week? And is it pretty much like and, any, anything you yeah. want? Yeah. Yeah, I don't go too far off, too far off to the left because I do notice when I eat certain things, it does affect how I feel. So some things like if I want to go, some things I'll eat and because my body's not used to eating it, I get sleepy or I get tired or I get lethargic. Um, so, um, you know, and I, when I do have something, whether it's like some French toast or, you know, um, you know, strawberry or blueberry, you know, waffles or pancakes, uh, um, which is one of my favorite things to have. I love brunch. And then I just get right back to the script I was before that, you know, so the next morning, sabotage all the work you did all week you can gain three pounds from consuming over three or four thousand calories in one day so yes the, the calorie intake is definitely uh important and uh but my it's important to have your morning and detoxing the body to cleanse that out immediately so so I don't start craving those things. Seems to be a little delay, but I, I know there was a little delay, but I, yeah. I heard you. Uh, yes, the, the calorie consumption is definitely uh, very important, but you do got to have those treat days. It's, it can't all be all strict all the time. And uh, 
Yeah, I wanted to uh, thank you so much for joining me. Is there anything I missed out that maybe you want to promote? Uh, any events? Uh, I know we, we gave out your uh, your email, which is, if you want to repeat it again. My email is T-R-A-V-O-N-E Edwards E-D-W-A-R-D-S So first name and last name at gmail.com And um, Yeah, I'm going to be sending out definitely more newsletters and follow I know you're uh, going to be sending out newsletters and uh, Trayvon is located in the west side of LA Getting a uh, lot Brentwood. more on the, the benefits of detoxing Yes, educating more about detoxification I got you. It's a little delay, but I got you. Okay. And uh, once again, uh, I will be, uh, if you go to Athletic Definition, you can also find Trayvon uh, on there. I'm mm -hmm. going to tag him. Thank you so much for being here. I definitely appreciate it. Looks like we're getting a back connection, but uh, it, it's so good to uh, network and uh, can't wait to see what else you do. And uh, I always like to invite everyone I've had on in the future. Um, and just kind of see what competitions you've been up to and, and how it's going and see how you use your NLP as well. So thank you everybody for joining us until next week. And thank you so much, Trayvon and everyone have a great evening.